Hello, welcome to today's Four Piece Podcast. You know, today is Friday. We're going to try to make it a little light. You know, we were talking about uh, entrepreneurism this week. Uh, we talked about a really, really horrific marriage this week, which was, you know, gosh, that was that was some stuff. I still, I'm still amazed at that one. But today, today we are going to make it real light. When we come back, we're going to do do a little traveling, a little tourism, and then after that, we are going to get a little funky to close this out. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back to the Four Piece Podcast. And like I said, we're keeping it light. It's Friday. And I talked to you about a little bit of traveling. And traveling means that I'm not taking you anywhere because I don't have the money. But what I will do is I will tell you about a place up in Ontario called London, Ontario. A lot of times I talk to people and I'm like, hey, I'm going up to Canada. The first thing they say is Toronto. Or they might say Montreal. And they may, even though here I'm on the East Coast, but they may say Vancouver. They never, ever say London, Ontario. Now, London, Ontario is a beautiful, beautiful city. Uh, it is in between. If you are talking about United States points of interest, it's in between Detroit and Buffalo. It is about two hours from Detroit, two hours from Buffalo. It's almost right in between. It's right there in the uh, peninsula there in in in. Um, in Ontario, very nice city. It is a beautiful city. It is it is just well put together. A lot of parks, a lot of recreation. When I was a kid, my father used to take me there. Uh, when I was growing up, when I grew up, I used to take my kids there. Uh, there, you know, you know, I always talk about hockey. So you know, I love hockey. There is um, great places to play hockey there. A lot of great uh, NHL players came from there. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite um actresses and she is actually she's passed on but she was the bailiff the very first bailiff in um the show night court she is from there and she is just hilarious and uh, she was just hilarious and she was from there so i really do uh again like i said i, I whenever i talk about london i talk about it fondly and when we come back we are going to be talking to sean murray who is a uh prominent member of the London Tourism Board. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. All right. Welcome back to the Four Piece Podcast. We are back. You know, I just told you about all my great childhood memories of London, Ontario. It's a great place and even adult memories for that matter. Um, we're here today with Sean Murray, who is with Tourism London. He has a very long title. And you know what? I'm going to let Sean tell us exactly what do you do and what is your title, first of all, at Tourism London. And welcome to the show, by the way. 
Sure, thank you for having me. Uh, so I'm the Culture, Entertainment, and Marketing Assistant at Tourism London. And essentially what that means is I'm helping promote all things culture and entertainment in our city. So London, Ontario is directly located between Detroit and Toronto. And one of the things I do is help really get the word out about all the exciting cultural activities and offerings that are happening in our city. Fantastic. You know, so when I talk to people about, hey, I'm going up to Canada, the first thing they say, especially if they're on the East Coast, they say I'm going to Toronto and Toronto's great. I will say that this is um, London is still a little bit of a, a hidden secret, uh, especially to those south of the border. Uh, if I were to go to London, let's say I'm going to London um, in the wintertime. Uh, what, what is there to do up there? Certainly. Well, the one thing I always say about London is we don't specifically have one attraction that gets all the attention. We don't have a CN Tower or a Niagara Falls. So it's really our rich diversity of events, restaurants, and other cultural offerings that bring people into our city. Uh, specifically in the winter, uh, it's always beautiful to get out and see some of our scenic natural areas. London is known as the Forest City, so it's a great time to get those picturesque snow-covered trails on your Instagram and everything like that. But of course, we also have lots of holiday programming uh, holiday markets, shopping throughout the city. And one of my personal favorites is London has uh, a small theme park, Storybook Gardens, inspired by you know Humpty Dumpty, Miss Muffet, things of that nature. And they actually close the park and flood a skating trail throughout the entire premises in the winter that people are able to go explore, get some hot cocoa, some poutine, of course, if you're in Canada. All right. Excellent. And so now that's the wintertime. Uh, you talked about a lot of shows and events. Can you tell us about a, a little bit about some of those shows and events up there? Of course. So London actually recently got a distinct designation uh, labeling us as a UNESCO city of music. So what that means is we've joined a global community of cities that have identified creativity as a key pillar moving forward for our development. So London has focused on this city of music designation by putting on large festivals, concerts, and music events such as Rock the Park and Sunfest in the summer that get people from all around the world. But that also kind of goes down to the DNA of our smaller pubs having shows, people busking on the streets and really making sure we have a strong infrastructure so artists of all levels are excited to come here and play at venues of all sizes. Fantastic. And then what about, how is the uh, the nightlife in, in London for, for our, our audiences? Well, I'll actually uh, give you a fun statistic here. Um, Uber releases information, they've been doing it for two years now, on the most active nightlife. And two years running, London, Ontario has been the number one city for nightlife commuting on Uber. So there's lots of people going to and from our downtown to check out uh, our sporting games, the great restaurant scene and of course going to all the musical events that i uh, listed fantastic i know you guys have the london knights up there and they are an outstanding uh junior hockey team in the ohl they uh, always have like the superstars uh the future superstars are always uh playing for the london knights absolutely yeah. the london and knights are, are widely considered uh the team for junior hockey uh I'll, i have to brag a little bit about some of our uh, previous alumni so Patrick Kane, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Matthew Tuchuk. So there's there's a lot of fun talent always going through that team. 
Fantastic. I remember the last OHL game I watched. I, I haven't gone up to see an OHL game in a while um, because of, of COVID. But uh, the last game I watched, I had the opportunity to see um, uh, a lot of great players that are now in the league. Uh, I did see Patrick Kane and I also saw um, Zadorov uh, when he was playing with that team a couple of years ago. So they do have some superstars on that team. And, and it is owned. Is it still owned by Dale Hunter or am I wrong? Um, I wouldn't be able to to answer that for you right now. Oh, that's okay. Not a problem. And so then what about for families? I know we talked about the nightlife. What are the things to do? Uh, you know, I want to bring my kids up. What do, what do I do? What are the things to do for families then? There's a great attraction that's opened and uh, it's for families, but also for the young at heart. You can find me uh, going here as well. Uh, a great facility called 100 Kellogg Lane. So this used to be an old cereal production factory for Kellogg's, had the big rooster and everything. And then it shut down and has recently been transformed into Canada's largest indoor entertainment complex. So this has a variety of things from indoor zip lines, rope courses, a trampoline park, uh, down to more low-key things. In the basement, there's a large area called the clubhouse with mini golf, multi-sport golf simulators, things of that nature. But it's also become a premier destination for uh, rotating events. The immersive Imagine Van Gogh was here recently. There was the immersive Disney animation, so projection-based kind of art exhibits for things of all ages. And it's looking like at the end of 2024, this will be open, something exciting, is uh, the first Hard Rock Hotel in Canada will be on the premise. So really, you can go there in the morning and find something that'll keep you there till the very reaches of night from all those great attractions, but also uh, personally, I have to go visit the on-site distillery and brewery, of course. Oh yes, fantastic. And and uh, how, is the, how are the breweries there? Are there quite a few or? Uh, London's actually the largest uh, libation scene in Southwestern Ontario. So a lot of great uh, breweries, uh, different flavors throughout the area. And it's been so good that there's actually some experiences. There's one called Ride the Vine that'll kind of take you through all of the microbreweries and wineries in the area. Of course, it's guided because uh, by the end, you'll, you'll be guaranteed to have a good time. That's not uh, driving. <laughs> Excellent. Great. And then uh, the last question I want to ask you, there are some people, especially down here in the South in North Carolina, where I live, they want to wait to the summertime to come up. They want to wait till the late spring. Uh, any events coming up during that time uh, that you could tell us about or anything that uh, is, is great to do during that time? That's really when a lot of the festivals are starting. Um, Covent Garden Market is a large farmer's market area with multiple vendors, and that's a great hub for a lot of food-based events. There's a taco fest, there's a pizza fest, almost something every weekend. And of course, uh, that's really close to a lot of the other large musical events downtown. Um, something that's also in the area that's a personal favorite of mine is Labatt Memorial Park, which is actually the oldest baseball grounds in the world. And so a lot of really great history for sports fans there that's seen some legends play. Uh, last summer, we had Fergie Jenkins come down. He used to play at the park uh, through the first pitch. So it's just really interesting to see how the sport has evolved through uh, the, uh, the guided tours they provide there. Fantastic. Clearly, London is a great city and uh, it is just getting better and better every year. Sean, thank you so much for um, uh, your, your time today. And like I said, uh, thank you for giving us something for us to do uh, in the winter, spring and summertime. We'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? 
That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back. I hope you really enjoyed the interview with Sean Murray. I also hope that you make a trip. Like if you live in the United States and if you live in the eastern part of the United States, it's not a bad drive. It's not a bad drive at all to go up there to London. There's things to do in the winter, summer, spring, fall. It's always something to do up there. It's a great place, great place for the arts, great place for culture, great place for food. Um, it is just a nice city. It really is. It's a clean city. It's just, I can't, I can't describe it enough. You know, one thing I want to tell you is music has always been a great part of my life. I was a disc jockey years ago uh, when I was growing up and um, I grew up around music. Obviously, my father owned a skating rink. He owned a nightclub. Uh, he worked with, with Rick James. He worked with a lot of different uh, artists back in the day. And I just love music. I've always loved it. And one, one, I love all types of music, but one part, one genre of music that I absolutely love is old funk. So I mean, Parliament, Earth, Wind and Fire, Lakeside, Tower of Power, all of these groups. And I always, you know, I'm always searching for somebody to be on my show. That's what I do. I, I'm on the phone. I'm on the, I'm on the internet, I'm everywhere trying to find somebody to be on my show. And I came across this group out of Rochester, New York, and they are called Primetime Funk. And the moment I put their music on, I mean, it was like I was instantly moving from to that music. It is original music. It is hard charging, just fast. You're going to move music. It is just great music. Uh, Primetime Funk. And when we come back, we're going to speak to some of the members of Primetime Funk. And we're going to close out the show today with the music of Primetime Funk. I can guarantee you, you are not going to stop bobbing your head. I will be back right after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. We are recording now. Okay, and we are back. Like I said, I wanted to get you back to some really uh, strong, I wanna get you back to have you partying for this weekend. Um, I got acquainted with this group doing research, literally ran across this group uh, looking for, for music. And I came across this group called Prime Time Funk. They're out of Rochester, New York, uh, not too far from my hometown. And they are just phenomenal. I mean, it, the music from 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 track to track keeps you moving. And I have with me today, I have J, uh, James Richmond, I have David Cohen, and I have Michael Edwards, all a part of this wonderful group, uh, Primetime Funk. Guys, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for being a part of us. And um, I just want you to, I mean, seriously, because I I've, I've just I was amazed and and just totally excited about the music. 
I want you to go ahead and, and share with our audience everything that you can about your group. Go ahead. I'll start it and then I'll let Dave and Michael take. But like first of all, thank you for having us. We really appreciate this. All right. uh, we love talking to you. Um, me and uh, Ralph Ortiz, who's our late bassist, started this band uh, after a gig. We just said we want a band that's going to be an attraction and that people can really relate to. When we wanted to have the best musicians possible, but we also wanted them to be gentlemen. <laughs> we wanted to be able to look at stay five years from that date and still smile sincerely. And here we are 27 years later, uh, still smiling. So uh, wow. it's been a great run. We've been to Paris twice. Uh, we have two CDs that I'll have other guys tell you about. But it's just been a great run with some great, great talent that people have just really gravitated to. It is it is awesome music. Um, the the writing, the the just the way the music is put together. Uh, is all of your music original, or do you guys do covers? Dave? No, actually, there are a number of uh, covers on on both of our CDs. Um, yeah, we like doing covers, but we kind of like most of the time. Uh, sometimes doing it our own way, our own version yeah. of it uh, yeah, for right. certain covers. Um, for other things, we pretty much, you know, if it's a cover tune, because the band was sort of founded with the same instrumentation or use the inspiration of Tower of Power was always, is, still is one of our favorite bands in the yes. world. So we were inspired by that, and that sort of uh, took the form of, of the actual instrumentation that we use, which is basically the same as T.O.P., so yes. you know when we when we cover Tower of Power stuff, I mean that that's what we do is as close to the Tower of Power as possible, you know. Uh, but but we have other uh, covers that we've done on on both CDs that uh, really are quite different from the original versions. Yeah, we did like "Piece of My Heart" is a reggae feel to it, you know. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we try to make give our give us uh, our own character to it but still keep the integrity of the song. Absolutely. Now your horns, the, the horns, it does remind me of uh, Tower of Power. It also kind of reminds me a little bit of Earth, Wind and Fire. Um, <laughs> but it, it really, I mean, just because it blares out. Yeah. Michael, tell us tell us a little bit. Um, I know that you are the, the tenor sax. You used to play soprano sax, and but you are the, you are the sax extraordinaire. Tell us about these horns. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I joined the band in 2008. And I, I joined as the Barry sax player, so the big boy. Okay. Uh, you can probably see it back up there, my baritone saxophone. And uh, and so that's that's was my entry into the band. And just recently, uh, as we kind of shifted some of our personnel, uh, Jimmy and the band bumped me over to tenor saxophone. And so now I'm kind of playing along. Jim, Jimmy and I uh, kind of duel <laughs> on tenor saxophones. But the great thing about Primetime Funk is that it's truly a horn-driven band. So we've got two trumpets um, and then three saxophones. So it's a five-horn five section, and it's just a lot of fun to play with that <laughs> mixture. It's it's the horns, the bass line, everything about it. Like I said, you, you it's just a it's a driving sound, and I don't know if I'm using that as as the right word, but it is absolutely a driving sound. Like mm -hmm. I said, I was out playing hockey, and I, I that was the music we were playing during pickup, and and it's it's very upbeat. Uh, it's it's great. I do love the song. I love the the lyrics to uh, uh, "Ready and Willing." 
I love that. Oh, thank you. you. Know? My uh, thing about writing willing though. So, and, and I have to ask this question because I, I mean, now I can ask the writer himself. Um, so two years, you asked this girl two years ago and then she said, okay, now I'm ready. And you were still ready. What, what, what's up with that? I mean, did, I mean, you, you waited for, her, I mean, cause I, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have waited two years. She must've been really fine that you, well, you wrote that song for well, I, you know, I, I I took a little side streets here and there, but that was still the root, the 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 foundation of uh, where my heart was, what I was feeling, what I was thinking. Wow, that is actually yeah, so. Yes, that's a beautiful song. It's a great, it's a well written song. So um, it was it's fantastic. Now, you guys, I mean, you're you're a ten piece band, okay? Um, and and now here in in, yes. in the you know in in this day and age bands are much smaller uh the stages are much smaller at least at at, at many venues how do you guys go about fitting such a large band and keeping that sound in the venues that are that are available today well it's not easy and a lot of times we tend to uh pick and choose what venues that we play in hopefully are some that in in our areas that are big enough to to put a 10 piece in sometimes you had to squeeze okay. sometimes it's a little interesting but for the most part you know we're, we're looking for those venues that have a stage that can facilitate <laughs> such a big band fantastic so david laughing why what you, uh, obviously uh you guys get real close to each other huh well, I, I just <laughs> sometimes you know if, if if the band plays a private event, for example, they'll they'll give you you know something akin to the or, size or of they don't give you any depth, so it looks like a police lineup, you know, <laughs> with ten guys come, coming in. Wow! And the way we're set up on the stage, where you know the five sat the five horns players are kind of in a row over the stage right, and then the singers next to us to the left. So it's a big front row for sure. All right. Yeah. So tell us, tell me about your, your, you said you went to Paris. Uh, when did you guys go to Paris and, and how was that, uh, that tour? Well, we went there backing up, uh, Francine Reed. She was the background singer for Lyle Lovett and Sherman Robertson, who was a blues artist who was pretty well established and well known. Yeah. We went there. Yeah, and he we played on Paul Simon's Graceland, right? Pardon me. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I missed the German. We was played with Paul Simon, I believe. That's right. He did on on uh, Graceland. Graceland. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, we went over. We were backing them, and and actually, the quick the way it, it developed is that we were playing a performance here at the called the Lilac Festival, and the promoter of that show came up to us and says, "Listen, Sherman Robertson is uh, going to be playing, and he needs a band to back him up." So. You know, he wants, he will be listening to you. And he hired us on the spot. We went to Paris with him. It was great. But it, it's just amazing to go there because over in Paris, we were treated more like artist versus, you know, a local musician, you know. And uh, it's such a feeling. Their culture and the respect for, you know, artistry is so much different than a lot of places here. Absolutely. Uh, music is, I, I really do think music has been so commercialized here in North America that it's uh, it, it, the, the, the true essence of music. I think you're right. I think it, it becomes just a, it just becomes a product. Uh, yeah. it's mm -hmm. no longer, it's no longer a, it's no longer a piece of art. And, uh, 
Well, it almost seems like people are more interested in in the artist versus the actual music itself. You right. Know, they they just you know if uh, Taylor Swift puts something out, they all you know the gravitate to it. Right. Whereas, you know, having that music that's from the heart and actual musicians playing, uh, you know, it's it's people that seem to have a lot are losing some of that. Absolutely. So then tell me about um um I was gonna ask you about the uh the the friendship that you guys have. I think you guys always you guys seem to be uh um very close and laughing and and, and stuff like that. How how I mean as a group, I know that with you know artists and creative differences and stuff sometimes it can get pretty frustrating but you guys really seem like you are a really tight-knit group um how how is, is that is that true or is it just what i see here oh it's absolutely true um i always look forward to every rehearsal that we have because it, it means oh i got to hang with my friends and uh when we're on stage producing uh the music that we produce it it feels like home uh, and I, I really feel like right now that the present lineup of musicians we have in the group, uh, there's not there's not a diva amongst us. Everybody is on an even keel. Everybody brings their brand, but it they don't overpower somebody else. It's very complimentary. Very hmm. good. And then um, so you have two two really good. Uh, I don't know if we can. I I, I still say album. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't say. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you call it, long tracks, whatever, but you have two of whatever is out. Um, are you guys coming out with anything new? Well, some stuff is being written now. We went on a little bit of a hiatus hiatus uh, with the COVID thing, the personnel changes. And so we revamped the show. So we didn't book as much and, and we're now starting to look at some of the songs that have been written by the players in the band and try to decipher which ones we want to attack and, and record and move forward with. Fantastic. And is there any, um, any upcoming events that we can, we can come and see you guys live? David. Well, one, one thing that I wanted to mention that, that the band is involved with is primetime funk is the house band for the Rochester music hall of fame. And that's held at the Eastman Theater here in Rochester uh, at the end of April every year. And we've been doing this for what, 10 years, Jim? 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. And uh, during that time, we have backed up just an amazing array of artists. I mean, it's just mind boggling from Lou Graham, of course, who's from Rochester, from Foreigner. Yeah. But we've also we've got to play with uh the james brown horn section Pee Wee ellis uh fred wesley maceo parco and uh, christian mcbride on bass yeah. so in the, the horn section's gotten to play with paul simon and steve gadd and tony levin and mike maneri david clayton thomas right. david clayton thomas uh who else Blood, oh you're right from blood sweat and tears um uh, the late uh gary wright who the dream oh, yes. weaver and yeah. love is alive we played with him with a 40-piece orchestra so the band's like incredibly versatile we, we you know so we cover jazz rock r&b funk you know we, we played with an amazing number of artists through this uh, event that happens uh every april at the uh, eastman theater it's called the rochester music hall of fame 
that is amazing. That is amazing to to actually be on the stage with 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 like you know I mean music gold music music's you know that's just oh you're you pitching yourself <laughs> yeah you can't believe exactly. it, you know you know I would wow. say that eleven months out of the year we are local guys that playing local places uh, and then that one month out of the year all of a sudden we get to rub elbows with you know the A list players yeah. and it feels so good <laughs> it was amazing to be. You're so Mike, Mike, you're so right. It's so great to be able to uh, rehearse with these people and really kind of get to know them a little bit deeper than just seeing them on stage or performing with them to really hang out with them. And it's, it's so rewarding. And there's some friendships that have been uh, gained through this that are just, you know, I would have never guessed that I'd be mm -hmm. you know, emailing or getting a call from this person or that person it's like wow that is that is an absolute privilege but i will say this right now there is i mean your your music is is great i mean all of you are super super talented and uh you have a gift to share with everyone and i know that with my audience uh today when i finish the show off i i will take my theme song down and i will play at the end <laughs> Uh, it will be uh, our closeout today. Will actually be ready and willing. I absolutely. I mean, I'm going to say this about the song "Ready and Willing." When that song comes on, when the horns start, Michael, this is for you, man. When the <laughs> horns start, oh my gosh! I mean, it's yeah, just like, right there. It's just like I'm just like, all right, I am already in this song. And oh, so, that's um, great. You know, there's only there's only one other song that when the horns start. I'm like totally locked in that song. And that is Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. That is oh, the yeah. only song. <laughs> yeah. When the Actually, star, it's like, all right, shut up, pay attention. Because yeah. we're about Party's to on. And, yeah. and, that's, well, and that's what that song did right there. Yeah. So mentioning Sledgehammer, we the played best. that with Tony Levin, or for Tony Levin, at, when he was inducted in the Rochester Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. And I bet you the horn good. sounded just as good as that one. So, oh, they did. But hey, I want to thank you guys. Um, I, I will say that in, if you are in the Rochester area, if you are not in the Rochester area, I'm going to have links uh, to the two CDs. Please listen to the CDs, purchase the CDs. Uh, or I don't want to say CDs anymore because no one probably has CDs, but purchase the songs, download them on your phone, right. download them on anything uh, on your computer. Uh, make sure uh, it is Prime Time Funk. They're out of Rochester, New York. They're a great group of guys, and they and their music is just as good as their personalities. Thank you guys so much, and we'll be right back after this. Do you have the next big thing? That world-changing whatchamacallit? Do you have a story to tell? You need a show-stopping web presence. You need the web spinners at Webinit. With big picture solutions, spinning together SEO, stellar web design, blogging, podcasts, and social media integrations, you'll find yourself developing your latest and greatest thing, idea, or telling that next chapter in your story. Look us up today at webinit.com. And remember, you're not everywhere unless you're Webinit. Welcome back. I hope you had fun with this episode. Like I said, go out, travel, take some time, get some space, do what you got to do. Go to London, Ontario, if you can. And, and while you're driving to London, because like I said, I like driving more than flying. And I and I shouldn't say that because just in case I get a sponsor that 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 uh, is an airline, I'll sit there and say, I love to fly. But today I am uh, a driver. So I love driving. And 
one thing I love doing is putting some music in. So while you are driving to London, Ontario, make sure you're having primetime funk. Just like if you are on the United States side and you're crossing the border, turn your radio down when you're talking customs. They look down upon that. So please do not do that. Make sure your radio's down. Make sure you got your, your passport card or passport out and ready to cross and you're being real cool with it. And then once you cross that line and pay that toll, Turn that right back up. Primetime Funk. We are going to finish today with the song I'm Ready and Willing from Primetime Funk. We're not going to close it out with our standard theme song, but we are going to finish it off today with some Primetime Funk. I will see you next week. Next week, we're going to have just some short episodes. We're going to have some small episodes. It is going to be Thanksgiving week. Spend time with your family. But we will be back next week with a Thanksgiving episode. I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
to make the crowd scream I hip and I hop and I rock the spot I kiss you all night and make you hot I watch the clock, waiting for the time to shine Hoping and praying that one day you will be mine You say you love me, but I don't really think you do If you are ready and you're willing, then baby, let's pursue this issue Still crying, grab a tissue If you are ready and willing, then God is gonna bless you Yeah, God is gonna bless you If you are ready and you're willing, then God is gonna bless you it's prime time, are you ready and willing? Baby, if you're ready and you're willing, oh, if you're ready, if you're ready, come on.